Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. Uh, I am wanting to talk to you about Jeannie. She is a uh, an individual that I work with uh, very successfully to help her overcome her dysfunctional family's grip on her. When I mention the phrase dysfunctional family, I always have to define it. And what I mean by that is that a dysfunctional family is one where a person has to play roles in their life as opposed to being who they are, that they have to change who they are and adapt, over-adapt to meet the needs of others. Typically parents, could be siblings as well, but typically parents, uh, for one reason or another. Uh, and so Jeannie uh, is my client from England, and uh, she was a dear person. She is a dear person. She, she was the person in the family that was the kind, caring people-pleasing, caretaking, adaptive one. Uh, she had, uh, her dad was basically absent. Her mother was overstressed and overworked. Her siblings, every one of them acted out. She was the rule follower. She was the one that followed the rules. And that was her role in her family. So uh, a lot of times when I'm working with a person that has this background is that they've had trouble in the current relationship. And that was no different w- difference with her. She was in a marriage where the man cheated on her and uh, she was totally blindsided. Has several children now who are late teens. And she was dealing with that, but she had gone through enough time that she was ready to date again. So now when she saw me, she was starting to date a man and she started to feel the same anxiety that she has felt before. It was the anxiety of not being good enough. It was probably, it was a conflict of her feeling like she was overly adapting to this person she was dating. So what we did is we helped her understand where that comes from and how her brain adapted to this dysfunctional family and how her behavior adapted and how she had deactivated the parts of herself that could actually frustrate others, which is natural. You know, when, we, when we're doing what we need to do for ourselves, to take care of ourselves, oftentimes it's inevitable we will frustrate people. And we start to talk about things such as how she didn't, he didn't like the way she had decorated her house and thought it was just really not good. And he was quite judgmental of it. And she felt a lot of anxiety that he was judging her her house. And then I asked her, I said, well, what do you feel about that? She had wallpaper in the back. And actually, I like the wallpaper, but she loved the way her uh, house was, um, this ha- house in England. And, and she loved the furniture. She liked the way she decorated. So we talked about it, that it's really okay for her to have her own opinion and to let him have his and to let him not like it and that she doesn't have to change it. It's her house. It's her place. He's visiting her. And this is difficult for people that come from dysfunctional families a lot because they're really, they've, they've been trained to act in ways to get a certain reaction from somebody else. They're, they're, you know, in her case, wanted harmony, 
wanted approval and acceptance. And so she began practicing with him, being able to assert herself and say, look, I'm okay that you don't like my place. I like it. So I guess if you're going to continue dating me, you're going to have to just accept it the way it is. And that was such a pivotal statement for her. It was like the first time that she could remember she actually stood up for herself. And she had other opportunities with him about bigger things. And she practiced that. And then what we had her do is start to talk to her mother, who she would uh, typically talk to her mom for hours because her mom needed it. Still was happening that way. And that it was taking time away from her kids, time with her kids that she would have rather spent, and also time for herself and time even with uh, dating this person. So she started to set boundaries with her mother. Believe me, her mother didn't applaud. Every time I'll tell a, a, a successful case that has to do with a family, a dysfunctional family of origin, you'll hear me say that the dysfunctional family is not applauding as you get healthier. Now, they, they need you to be a certain role for them. And when you start to activate parts of you that have been deactivated before, so you become your more full, robust, robust self, the family doesn't act well towards you. They, you've now increased their anxiety. Or shall I say, you just were being you and their anxiety has increased. Let's keep that separate. So she, she did that. And she was very, uh, she, she was in a good place. And there was a couple of times where she confronted the person she was dating. And uh, she did, Jeannie did a good job with that. She, she asserted, by the way, it's not her real name. But Jeannie, uh, she asserted herself with him to the point where she was thinking he, he may just break up with her. He didn't. He adapted. So uh, at the time we stopped the therapy, they were getting closer. And he was showing her some good respect. And she felt so much better about herself. So that's just my story about Jeannie. And I just think that uh, it, it's so crucial for us to know that we can outgrow our families, especially our dysfunctional ones, and that we can be curious about other parts of who we are. In Jeannie's case, she learned that she could frustrate others. Again, it was inevitable. Not that her goal was to frustrate others, but it's just the, in the just inevitable being yourself that you're not going to be all that people want you to be. In her case, her house wasn't going to be exactly what he wants. Everyone has different tastes. And, you know, it was important for her to make room for herself in this world with him, with her mother, etc. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show.